This is Rise From Your Grave podcast, where movies go to die, but we are here to bring them back to life. Please join us as we take a walk through the graveyard. All right, welcome back. We had quite a long vacation there due to Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did have a good Thanksgiving. We had um, a small celebration at my house with my husband's immediate family and then um, went to my aunt's house, my mom's sister, and she had like a ton of people. Like there were people gone because they were sick and it was still like an insane amount of people. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Yeah, we um we ended up going to my husband Ann's house. I mean, she has a thing like every mm-hmm. dinner every year. So it was small, quiet. Um, my only regret is that I didn't eat enough food. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what's your go-to? What, like, what are you always looking mm, forward to? Sweet potato casserole. Yeah. I made that here um, for my husband's family, and then my uh, mom made it for my aunt's house. So I had two servings of that, and then stuffing. My grandma makes oyster stuffing, which Ooh, I'm not I into that. Yeah, I don't know. And how like I feel half, about that. half the family is split. Like they love it, and then the other half, like me, is disgusted. No offense, grandma. <laughs> is it like a original recipe? Like is, is it must. Like- I'm wondering if it's just like a New England thing. Probably. So yeah, excuse I, I, the dogs. I don't know. Yeah, dogs. sorry if you hear my dogs barking, but I think her family, like originally, originally, is from like they're like Mennonites. I think from like the Pennsylvania area. So I don't know if it was passed down or oh, what. Wow, that's still cool. But I mean, I don't know if I'd eat it. But no. <laughs> that's cool. That's like a family tradition thing. Yeah, just edit out the part where you say pause. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. We had to uh, change locations because of the dogs, but. <laughs> We should be okay now. Yes. But anyway, so we were talking about Thanksgiving dinner. Um, yes. My go-to, well, first, I think turkey's overrated. Same. Like, I, give me all the ham. We had ham. Yes, ham, <laughs> amazing. But also, like, I need some rolls and I need some mashed potatoes. Like, dinner rolls, I can sit there and eat like 20 of them yes rolls um my mashed potatoes me and my husband were calling them the potato substance because i volunteered to make the potatoes and they were soupy oh no i followed the directions <laughs> i don't know if i just didn't use enough potatoes and like miscalculated the weight but yeah it was just kind of like a potato soup oh no still tasted good yeah. <laughs> just throw some gravy in there mix just, it all yeah, up it's the potato good. substance yeah, it's all right <laughs> Um, anyway, so now that I'm hungry, uh, <laughs> right? I didn't eat breakfast yet. Oh dear. It's, eh, I usually don't, I don't know. I'm not a breakfast person. I have to, or else I get like nauseous. <laughs> um, I mean, so I have like my energy drink every morning and once I'm finished with that, then I'll definitely like have to eat something. Mm-hmm. So start shaking, yeah. but, but that's when I know I need to eat something. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, we are going to finish. Well, not finished, but we're going to go on to the next movie of the Apocalypse Trilogy. So the last episode we did was The Thing. This week we covered Prince of Darkness. And I'm just going to start out by saying it was very interesting. (laughs) We'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, I think Elena has the synopsis. Go ahead and start. Yes. Poking around in a church cellar. A priest finds an otherworldly vial filled with slime. Frightened, he brings his discovery to a circle of top scholars and scientists who eventually learn that the strange liquid is the essence of Satan. The slime then begins to seep out, turning some of the academics into zombified killers. As a possessed battle, the survivors, student Kelly is infected by a large quantity of the liquid and becomes Satan personified. (laughs) Like, it was really bizarre. (laughs) So, before I even watched the movie, I honestly didn't have very high expectations for it. Just because I've never heard of the movie. Same. I didn't didn't watch any of the trailers or anything, so I didn't want it to spoil. So, I didn't even read what it was about. But just, Um, I just felt like it wasn't going to be very entertaining, I guess. Yeah, my husband and I did watch the preview just because, I don't know, just to see what we could be getting into, but I wasn't expecting it to be 
um, <laughs> as bad as it was. <laughs> yeah. So, so the movie starts off with this. I was assuming was an old priest. Yes. Basically on his deathbed. He's lying in bed and it shows him he's holding some kind of box and it looks like a very ornate, ancient, old box. Um, and then it cuts to this creepy stalker college guy mm -hmm. creeping on some girl. Okay, first of all, <laughs> okay, we were confused on the ages here because they say like college were they actually college students or were they graduate students? Because these people were in like their late thirties. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it was, it had to have been more graduate students yeah, because right? they considered themselves scientists at yeah. some point. I was kind of confused on that. Yeah. Cause we're like, okay, graduate students. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Like uh, uh, late thirties. Yeah. Right? They weren't like fresh out of high school college <laughs> students. Was, yeah. <laughs> But Especially anyway. with that mustache he had <laughs> yes. going on. Like, yeah. That just added to the whole creepy stalker thing. Yeah, that so. was interesting. Okay, anyways, go on. So, yes, he's checking out the redhead. Yes. Um, and then it goes into the classroom where they got the – and forgive me. I didn't – so I was not very prepared for today. <laughs> so I don't have anybody's name or anything except for one of the actors, but – um, the professor, mm -hmm. the Asian professor, he is a theoretical physicist. Um, and it just shows them all in the classroom. He's talking about time, possible time travel. It went over my head. Uh, same. I'm not smart. What I are like, we talking what? about here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, before he even entered the classroom, it shows him like looking up and there's like an eclipse happening sort of like. because yeah. there's just it to me it just looked like the reflection of the moon or the reflection yeah of the moon like over the like, sun like a glare a glare the so camera, they showed like, it a few times yeah. and i'm like okay is this supposed is that supposed to be something other than just like a reflection or a glare yeah i was assuming it was an eclipse because if yeah. you looked at the picture of the the movie poster mm -hmm. that I posted, it shows the eclipse. But right. that's more than it ever showed. Yeah, they didn't show the an eclipse. Movie. They just showed like a shadow. Yeah. It was bizarre. It, oh, first of all, hold on. To go yeah, back go to ahead. the beginning, the opening credits were nine minutes long. Uh, yeah. Why did it break <laughs> it up? I was like, okay, the credits are finally over. And then like five minutes of the movie goes by oh my and God. there's more credits. I'm like, what is happening? I, literally, <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're still in the credit. Not, and so I looked it up. It was nine minutes long. And so this is all happening. Like the, the professor in the classroom looking up at the yeah. sky, there's still credits going on. And then on. there's credits like in between. <laughs> <scenes>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he looks up and he sees this, what is supposed to be some sort of eclipse that's going to happen. And also... Nobody ever says anything about this so-called eclipse. It's never like, mentioned. It's never mentioned. There, uh, like the most, I think the priest says, "Like it's happening. I can feel it." <laughs> what? What's happening? Okay, yeah, that was so weird. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of uh, plot holes. <laughs> a lot, but we'll get into that. Uh, so, okay, so, oh, and then the priest played by. The guy that was in Halloween. Yeah, so Donald Pleasance is the name of the actor that plays the priest. And, like, immediately, I'm like, I know him from somewhere. And my husband was actually like, that's doctor, uh, the doctor from, or detective, whatever he was. I think he was the, the doctor, detective, yeah. Whatever, Loomis from Halloween. So John Carpenter liked him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I knew he looked familiar, too. But mm -hmm. I just, I didn't have time to look up who, yeah. Yeah. Donald Pleasance. So he is I'm assuming called in to check out well the the older priest dude died and mm -hmm. so they had this box so I'm assuming like a nun or something found the box and opened it up and was like what the fuck is this and then called in this priest to like examine it and so he opens up the box and there's a key and I think there was that note inside of it I don't even remember a note. <laughs> there was a note. Um, it said something it, it not good. So like something was coming kind of thing, you know. Okay. 
Um, and so then he sends this nun to go seek out this professor at this, we'll, we'll call it a graduate school. Yes. <laughs> uh, seeks him out and you just kind of like see him talking in the hallway. Basically, she says like, we need your help. And the professor's like, sure. Yeah, <laughs> there sure. Is, Let me gather up some students. We'll come right on over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he must have a lot of faith in these students, I guess, because I I don't it was the whole thing was kind of confusing to me. I was just like, what need help for what? What is happening? Uh, Why we'll get into that. Like the whole scene with them trying to explain with the mathematic equations. It was so yeah, it was bizarre. Just like at first, I was like, Why are you asking a theoretical <laughs> physicist to go help you with some religious thing? Because the two and two, I feel, didn't really go. Well, because together. I feel like. Isn't that just like the main argument with science and religion? People that are science-based are science-based. And then people right. that are religion, it's more like a faith-based thing. So it is interesting why a priest would ask a scientist. Yeah, I didn't like understand help him figure all that. Out. I mean, like, it comes together, <laughs> but like... In a very confusing way. <laughs> or like a priest to be like, I need a theoretical physicist and a bunch of scientists. It's just like, <laughs> just go with it. Yeah, okay. whatever. Just go with it. Um and then there, so the the creepy stalker guy, mustache. We'll call him mustache. <laughs> I think his was his name Brian. I think his name was Brian. Mm -hmm. uh, sure, sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this was after. Yeah, this was after the professor told all of his students, like, "Hey, we have this project we have to do," mm -hmm. um, and so this. Brian guy and the girl that he was hitting on the redhead. He's just kind of like strikes up a conversation with her. Like, Oh, I guess we're going to be bunking together, mm -hmm. you know? And just like, it was so cringy. Yeah. <laughs> that whole conversation. Um, but next thing I know, it cuts to a scene and they're like already in bed mm -hmm. together. I'm like, how did that happen? A couple conversations is all it took. <laughs> I, the eighties man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, I didn't realize that this, the romance thing was even happening, but it did. Um, oh, and he makes, he says something, which I don't think they ever clarified. What does he say? I need to tell you something oh, or yeah. I have to say something to you. And she's like, tell me next time. But then I don't think he ever, ever, I don't think he ever, I think they mentioned it at the end, but it never like, what was he going to tell her that he loved her? But to me, it seemed like they were just meeting. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, Maybe. And that's why like, she's like, just don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I forgot about that part. They never did say anything. <laughs> oh, and then on the TV, uh, he was watching TV at some point and it mentioned something about there's a new supernova. Mm. Same thing. Never mentioned it again. We're just assuming it's something in the, in the sky that's yeah, so we related got to this. Yeah, we'll get into Whatever. it. But yeah. So so now we have supernatural, not supernatural things, but like uh, just crazy energy things. Yeah. You know, we got eclipse, we got supernovas. Something crazy is going on. Oh, and the ants. Yeah. Freaking ants and bugs everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, what is this all about? The ants are like me. Yeah, I know that there's a couple scenes. Yeah, we're showing ants, and then at another point, there's like worms, and it's like okay. Yeah, wasn't but, there like worms on like a window? Yeah, there's something? worms on one window, like a bunch of worms. Yeah. But it's like, where did they come from? Does this have to do with the eclipse? Is this like the super, right? The, yeah. The so something's energy. going on with yeah. the energy of mm -hmm. the Earth. Um. So then it goes into the priest and the professor. This, I think this is when all of the students and everything, and they finally arrive at the church. Yes. Or is this before? I think it was just the professor and the priest at this point. I don't think the students were there yet. Yeah, I think he wanted to show the professor, like, the the basement that he found with yes. the key. Yeah, or the cell like, or whatever. I need you to check this out. Mm -hmm. Let me know if you can help kind mm -hmm. of thing. So they take the key. They open up this door. And the priest was talking about this, this room, this cavern thing down mm -hmm. in this basement underneath the church. It's was built. It's been there since the 1500s. Mm -hmm. 
by this group of people called the Brotherhood of Sleep. <laughs> I was like, I want to belong to this Brotherhood of Sleep because I sleeping <laughs> is awesome. That is my hobby. <laughs> like, where do I sign up to belong to the Brotherhood, the Brotherhood of, sleep? of Sleep? Sure. <laughs> That's really all I got out of that. I'm like, well, first of all, can we talk about the candles down here? Oh yeah, I was gonna say there's a bunch of candles. There's like hundreds and... of candles lit. Who's lighting, Who's lighting the candles? Have they just been lit forever <laughs> since the 1500s? Did the priest go around and light every single one of these candles? Yeah, like we kept was... noticing these candles. Who's taking care of these candles? Because that's a pain in the ass. And also a fire hazard. <laughs> I mean, it was like an abundance of like over a thousand candles lit. Yeah, uh, crazy. There's Whatever. Like crosses <laughs> all over the wall. Yes. And then, so they're walking through this. They come up to the thing, the main thing of this yeah. movie, which is this giant green tube of iridescent green liquid. It's like a tornado, like a green yeah. tornado of goo and in this know big what, thing. Nick said it reminded him of, uh, what is it? Zordon from <laughs> the Power yeah. Rangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it was like a big tube like that and yeah. just like green swirling yeah. liquid goo. <laughs> and it didn't, I don't even think the priest even really said anything about it because they, they go, they look at it and then they go straight to this book. And the professor's like, oh, yep, that's Latin and uh, <laughs> other languages. <laughs> like nobody, they never said what the book even was. They're just like, the priest is like, we just need this translated. Yeah. And the professor's like, all right, on it. Yep. <laughs> because, of course, he's got a student that does it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, almost immediately, insanely fast and, like, with extreme accuracy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Doesn't even, like, hesitate when no. she's translating She knows exactly she's, what like, she's saying. typing on her computer. Doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> All these thousands of languages. She somehow knows every single one fluently. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, the priest wants the professor and the students to help figure out what was going on, translate the books. I, I'm assuming that's basically, that was the whole thing was they just wanted that book translated to figure out how to, what to do about this green right. slime sure. thing. But I, so I think the priest knew it wasn't good. I think he knew it somehow had something to do with Satan. Well, because or, he kept saying stuff like, I can feel it. Yes. Like, I know it's in the air, but like, he never what? said what. It doesn't explain how he feels it, how he knows. I guess just because he's a priest, he can feel this evil presence. Yeah. It was that, it was just very goofy. <laughs> so we'll just go with, okay, this, this tube of stuff is. I, I saw it as it wasn't Satan himself, because we'll get into that, but it was more like, I don't even know how to describe it, because it, it's not like demons, it's not, it's not solid, it's purely liquid. And why the Brotherhood of Sleep was even like containing this, that, that's the giant pothole, it's like, or pothole, plot <laughs> hole, it's like, why, why? Is this in existence? I mean, maybe it was like to contain it, but where did it come from? Okay, so can we talk about when the students get there and they have um, this woman, they're saying she's a radiologist and she starts taking x-rays of this giant goo thing and realize and like carbon dates it. She says it's 7 million years old. Okay, see, I missed that part. In this so. part, we laughed out loud. 7 million years old. Uh, just, and she can look at that by taking x-rays of it. Can you take x-rays of a tube? I don't think that's how carbon dating works. <laughs> but like, I'm also not a radiologist, so... <laughs> I'm just like, I didn't know a radiologist could, like, carbon date. Like, is it a specific type of radiologist? Or, like, do radiologists take x-rays of just anything and figure out how old it was? So, that, so apparently, yeah, the 7 million-year-old goo tube obtained by the brotherhood of sleep for some reason and somehow then, because i mean obviously they're not seven million <laughs> years old so where was this just 
I don't know. Yeah. So then like all the students come in and they set up all this equipment and the one girl starts translating this book and it's, um, all the, I, I mean, all about Satan and Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it was, um, what they say it was Satan's son. That was like his, his spirit or entity was captured in this goo tube. Okay. It was like the, the son of Satan incarnate of Satan somehow. <laughs> somehow. Well, and then I, some, somewhere where she's translating stuff, it also goes into, um, the god Plutonium, mm -hmm. which I kind of looked into that, and it was Pluton. The god of Plutonium was actually like a not a lord, but some lord of the underworld, okay. basically. And mm -hmm. so Satan, I guess, right. it was just a, a, <laughs> another name for Satan. Um, but back up when the students arrive at the church, you also see that group of people just kind of yes. like standing outside. Yes. They, they have a massive homeless problem around this church. <laughs> Obviously. And they're all drawn to this church for some reason. Uh, there's the one main guy that is kind of like the leader of these people. You know who that was? <laughs> Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. <laughs> we saw his name in the nine minute long opening credit scene. We're like, Alice Cooper? Okay. <laughs> so Alice, I'm just going to refer to him as Alice Cooper. Yes. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> just to make things easy. But yeah, so there's also this weird group of people now just standing. And they seem like they're in a trance. They're like zombies yeah. almost. Uh -huh. Yeah. And they just kind of show up every once in a while. Oh, okay. So I did have this written in my notes. One of the more creepy scenes of this movie, which I actually did, was like, I thought was cool. Like when the priest is first going into the church, this like homeless woman comes up to him and she starts oh, saying yeah. like, I'm glad that you're doing something with this church or I'm glad you're opening the church back up. She says something along those lines and her voice starts distorting. Yeah. And it's it like, became really like low. Deep, yeah. Demonic like demonic. Voice, yeah. That part was pretty that. cool. And then she yeah. has that, the cup and there's like a bunch of like maggots. And yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That part was pretty cool. I did like that. But anyways, <laughs> oh, yeah. I will say so. Well, never mind. I'll get back to that. Okay. <laughs> um, so, oh, okay. So, speaking of the radiologist, Susan, her name mm -hmm. was Susan. Mm -hmm. um, she decided to go down to see this green tube thing again by herself <laughs> for some reason. I don't know if maybe she, I think all the students at this point, they're kind of like, up all night. Some of them go like take little breaks and rest, but they're basically, they're studying this stuff yeah, all night for long. 48 hours though. Like they, they were given a 48 hour time limit. Okay. If like, because the professor or the priest kept saying like, we have 48 hours to like do our best work or whatever. So it's like, okay. <laughs> so, well, as the movie goes on, it kind of makes sense why they had a time limit. The priest knew why. But nobody else knew why. Oh, just because it was like escaping or whatever. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah, they're taking because rest. everything's everything's happening. Uh -huh. So the priest is like, "We got to get this figured out okay. like, immediately." Yeah. So Susan goes down to, I guess, just kind of do more work by her by herself. And first of all, no way in hell am I going down in that creepy no. little cavern, whatever hell it was, no. by myself with all those candles and this demonic goo tube no well i don't know none of the students knew anything about how demonic this thing was i don't think i don't think anyone really actually realized what it was maybe the translator she was probably starting to pick up on some stuff because of yeah because of what she was yeah, reading yeah i would just be like oh <laughs> but just in general like a creepy old like cellar basement thing in an old church only lit by candles i just want to go down yeah. by myself yeah well that's a, also Nobody really seemed too concerned about what this was either. They're just like, oh, this is cool. Like, let's, you know, figure it out. Yeah. Um, anyways, so Susan's down there. Yeah. She notices the green liquid is like leaking out. But leaking up. But it's leaking up. <laughs> so on the ceiling now, there's like a giant pool of this green stuff. Yeah. And as she's looking closer at it, fucking just sprays her like in the mouth with 
immaculate accuracy accuracy <laughs> the pressure so she's like like choking on it so dramatic oh my god we all. laughed out loud at this part <laughs> oh man so dramatic um so now she's whatever she ingested she's not possessed by it she becomes like this uh, I don't want to say zombie, but she's, I guess, kind of in a trance. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, so it's possessing her to, I guess, she doesn't kill anybody. It's more like trying to, like, transmit this stuff. Think right. Like trying alien. to turn her. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> trying to turn them. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Think of, like, alien and, like, the face huggers and shit. Like, just, like, getting inside of them. But... Yeah, that scene, like, when she's standing there and it sprays her, to me, it looks like she opens her mouth readily. Like, she's like, ah, like, ready (laughs) for it to go in her mouth. And we're like, was she, like, wanting that to happen? And so we're trying to think, like, if you saw this stuff shooting out of you, would you immediately, like, open your mouth? Or would you try to, like, block it? And it still, and it could still get your mouth. Like, was she, like, screaming at the same time? Yeah, because it really looks like she was just, like, willing to accept it. (laughs) Right? She, she was just willing to accept. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so that yeah. part was really silly. <laughs> and everybody like else throughout this movie that gets possessed in that form willingly accepts. I mean, her. immediately. At one point in the movie, it does try to get mustache guy. And he he dodges it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. no, but it's like, it reminded me, you know, when people have like Squirt guns full of tequila. Yeah. And like spraying people's that's, mouth. That's well, what and it's green, me of. so that's kind of what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the acting was just absolutely terrible. The, in this so movie. silly. Okay, so while, um, so while she's down there, I think this is the part when, like, the redhead, the guy, the mustache guy was, you know, he slept with this redhead. So she was, like, the mathematician. Is that what we're... She was doing like the like math equations remember, into this computer, like wildly typing these math equations. And we were a little confused on that because we're like, what is she trying to do with these math equations? Like, what does that have to do with this green tube? There were a lot of <laughs> just things that these scientists were doing that I'm just like, how they must have been really smart. Right. Like, what is this supposed to be telling us? Out. Yeah. I, 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 maybe that's what John Carpenter wanted to do. He just wanted to be like, you know, you guys don't understand. Yeah, just exactly. Go yeah, it. just go with these, it. <laughs> these are graduate <laughs> students. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um. Oh, and so okay, so Susan is now possessed. Yes. Everyone's asking, "Hey, did you have you seen Susan?" Yes. Nobody knows who Susan is. They're just like, oh, all go, the girl oh, the, with the glasses. The, the radiologist. Yeah, no glasses. one knows Susan except for, you know, the radiologist. They must have said that three times in oh, a yeah. row. Yeah. Who? The radiologist. Like, why does nobody know oh, who Susan it's like, is? And those older guys, it's like, didn't they work with her? Like, I don't know. Right. It's kind of like <laughs> a sexist thing. It's just like, oh, she's just that girl, you know. Not like, she's probably like one of the smartest people there. I, I know. know. Have a little respect for Susan. Right? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Susan, we see you. So, yeah, so they're looking for Susan. Um, Susan, one of the other, one of the students is outside for some reason. I don't remember why. Uh, Susan sees him outside and then she, like, telepathically tells the, was it they, she told the homeless people to, like, attack him. Uh, I think no, so. No, I don't think that's what happened. He got covered in bugs is what happened somehow. Oh, yeah. So that guy's name, um, Frank. So he was the one with the blonde mullet. Yes. Yes. So oh, because he wants to leave. Like at a certain oh, yeah. point, He's they like, all start like realizing like this is really weird. Um, and then I think they do start realizing it has something to do with like uh, Satan or it's demonic or whatever. So this guy wants to leave Frank, the blonde mullet guy. Was it because he just wanted to leave because of how like scary it was? Or, or I he know he just wanted to get or out. Somebody of said it was like bullshit, and maybe that's why he wanted I think, to leave. I think he was like, "This is bullshit. <laughs> Let's just go," kind of thing. Like I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So he goes outside by himself. Yeah. And like all these homeless people, you can tell are like watching him. So then, yeah. 
So yeah. then, and then Susan, I'm she makes all these like bugs appear. Which, if you've seen the movie The Craft, yeah. have you seen that? Yeah. Like at the end with all the bugs, it reminded me of that. Yeah, scene. yeah. yeah. He had, like bugs all over him. And I think don't the bugs like eat him? Yes, but that's so that's another creepy part. But that's like later on it happens. We can talk about that. Okay. Well, um, anyways, he's yeah. he's got like all these bugs on him, and he's like barely freaking out about it. <laughs> Did you notice that he's just like, Oh, I'm just going to let all this happen. And and then at some point after you see all the bugs and they're like all crawling on him, then he's like, Oh, there's one on my face. Okay. Now I'm going to start yeah. freaking out. I'm like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of silly. Yeah. Very silly. So yeah, while that's happening, Susan's like walking around, just infected the translator. She infects the yes. translator girl. Yeah. So uh, is that the one where she like goes in to take a little snooze? And then Susan comes in. I thought she was like gonna get it on with her. <laughs> she like crawls on top of her, and uh, nope, she just just well, I guess she kind of squirts the stuff she in there. Squirts the stuff in the mouth. The oh, translator. it's very like uh, Exorcist yeah. style. It's re re reminded me of like yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. projectile pea soup stuff. <laughs> She, the translator now is in a trance. She's yes. part of, she's possessed. She's part of the whole zombie thing. Yeah. I don't even know what to call it. Like, cause they're not, I keep wanting to say zombies, but they're not zombies. Cause they're very well aware of what's happening. They're just like, um, disciples of Satan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, basically, uh, going back to like the homeless people though, Alice Cooper, uh, <laughs> There was another guy that wanted to leave, or I don't even know where he was going because all of the students are actually, they're staying at this church yeah. sleeping. Yeah. This guy was like, acted like he was going home. Yeah. I'm just like, where is this guy going? Yeah. I'm like, I thought they were all staying here. Maybe he lives like down the street. I don't and know. And he was part of the group of the older people that had the radiologist, Susan, right? I don't, I don't even okay. remember. There's like so many characters <laughs> yeah. in this. I'm like, I couldn't keep track of who was who. John, but. John Carpenter likes to uh, introduce a lot of different characters. I know, like the thing. It's like there's too, <laughs> too many moving parts here. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, this one guy, he's like, I'm just going to go home or something, whatever. And he starts to leave. He finds this like, it was a, it was a pigeon crucified. crucified. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And he's like looking at it closer. Next thing he knows, he's surrounded by all these homeless people mm -hmm. again. And then here comes Alice Cooper. He's got, what was it, a bike? Yeah, it was a bike like with the front tire off of it. Okay, <laughs> so and then he just proceeds to just impale this yes. guy with this <laughs> bike. Uh, I was looking, so when I was looking into this Alice Cooper thing, mm -hmm. Uh, I found something that said that that bike thing was like part of actually like his, his set. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how or why, but it said something like he uses that like when he's like on stage or something. Oh yeah. It's funny. Like, I don't know. That just seems very like self-promoting to me because I believe, was it that character or was it, Frank later who's listening who has headphones in and it's like I think he's listening mm -hmm. to Alice Cooper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the producer, the executive producer is also a manager of Alice Cooper's and he suggested that Cooper recorded a song for this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I noticed he was on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, it says Cooper was allowed the impaling device from his stage show <laughs> to be used in the film. Awesome. Okay, sure. Yeah, there so go, Alice Cooper. Cooper was just plugging himself throughout this entire <laughs> movie. And um, they made him pale, pale, pale. Mm -hmm. Every time you saw him on screen, he was a lighter shade. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was wearing quite a lot of just <laughs> white clown makeup. Uh, I know earlier I mentioned the god Plutonium. I have it right here. It says, Plutonium was named after the planet Pluto, which derived its name from the mythical Roman god of the underworld. Oh, okay. So that's where that came that's from. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And I think there was another guy 
I'm just going into all the all the deaths that do happen in this movie now. Um, there's the other guy that went down by himself. Oh, the big guy. And I think, oh, this he's looking for Susan. Yes, That's what yeah, it was. He's, he's like, the where the fuck did Susan go? <laughs> Everyone's looking for Susan. He's like, well, she might be down here. So he goes down there looking for her. And uh, I think he notices like the green the stuff on yeah, the yeah, ceiling yeah. too at this point. He's uh-huh. just kind of looking at it. Well, then here comes Susan and just snaps his neck. With ease. Oh, every time somebody <laughs> snaps a neck in a in a, a movie, it, it's so hilarious oh to me. God. I laugh every single time. So I, yeah, I was cackling. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course, of course there's a neck snap in this movie. Well, we were wondering, like, why, like, some people were just infected by that, like, stream right in their mouth, and some people she killed. We were wondering why and that he, was. Yeah, this, so he, this guy still becomes possessed yeah, in the yeah, end. Yeah, like, he's still walking around at the end, but, like, why did she kill him? And she, like, sprays goo. And he, I mean, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> and also, if you watch it, if you watch that scene again, when, because he kind of, like, turns around mm-hmm. to see her. And then she snaps the neck. Like, it's his head's, like, already. <laughs> how do you? I don't know. It just physics didn't make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. How did he? Because he, at the end, all these, like, the homeless people and the possessed people all kind of come together. And mm-hmm. he was one of them. Yeah. He should have been dead. There was the other guy. I think it, I think it was the guy with the headphones, the black guy. Mm-hmm. Is that who it was? Was it, yeah, was it him listening? No, I don't think it was him. Okay. (laughs) Was it him listening to Alice Cooper? (laughs) He somehow gets, did he get possessed too, or? Well, he must remember what happened to him. That was actually kind of a creepy scene. He, the, Mm -hmm. um, because he was standing in the hallway singing, um, the Star Spangled Banner. No, he was saying Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace. Yeah. That's right. Star Spangled Banner, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, same thing. So that part was a little creepy because it was like, he obviously must have been he possessed. Knew. It was almost like he like was self-aware. Like he knew it was yeah. in him. And, yeah. And so, yeah, he starts singing Amazing Grace. And then he proceeds to slice his, neck. slice his neck. Like he like wanted, almost like in the thing. Yeah. When he, like, knew the he doctor knew he was infected. Die. So he, he made yeah. the noose and stuff. That was very, like, it brought me back to yeah. that scene. Yeah, that part was a little creepy. Like when he was singing mm-hmm. that, like in the stairwell. And then. Yeah, cut his neck. That was a little disturbing. But then, yeah, he doesn't die. Mm-mm. And then he... Uh, he's another one that's like, you think he's dead. And then he rises up and he's got that blood-soaked, you know, gauze on his neck. Yeah, yeah. And then he just... Um, he just starts, like, creepily, like, laughing. I don't... Yeah, I, I was kind of confused on, like, what exactly was happening. But, again, I'm just assuming that he was possessed. And that's... Yeah. He was the only possessed one that seemed to be somewhat self-aware of, yeah. like, what was happening. Okay, so can we talk about um, the blonde lady? She was one of the graduate students, and she goes to lay down. She gets a bruise on her uh, arm. She oh, runs yeah, into yeah, something. yeah. Very early on, it yeah. showed she had this bruise she, on She, like, her arm. runs into some of the equipment down in the cellar next to the green goo tube. Yes. And then she has a bruise on her arm, and then the redhead notices that she's got, like, some kind of weird symbol on her arm. And so this blonde is going on and on. Like she's so tired. She just wants to lay down. So she goes to lay down and then the, um, Susan and then the translator girl who are both possessed Mm -hmm. are in the room. And then, uh, Oh, this is when, so she's laying there, the blonde and she looks up. Right. And then there's like the goo puddles on the ceiling again. Right. Like dripping onto her. Yeah. Somehow the goo is now in her room. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right. So like, that's all happening. Um, and, uh, is that the scene where they all have to like disband and then Walter, the Asian fellow, he has to go in like the broom closet of that room. Is that when that all happens? <laughs> uh, it's, it's soon. Yeah, because I think he goes. Is he looking for? He's looking for somebody. I don't know if he's looking for that blonde lady, but he somehow is in that room when all of that starts. I yeah. think he's looking for somebody. It might be Susan. Okay. 
everybody's looking for Susan, but they don't know who she is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he does end up in that room for some reason. Yeah, he, so he locks himself in that closet. And I have in my notes here, Walter was annoying. <laughs> yes. He was locked in this broom closet and he is peering out. And like, so this blonde who gets all that goo like dripped on her, she starts getting these like lesions all over her body. Yes. Again, very exorcist yes. style. Like, And her belly starts bloating up. Yeah. So we're like, is she going to give birth to like a demon that baby? Was so, I was so confused. I'm like, what is happening? While Susan and then the translator girl were standing there just staring yeah. while this is happening. So we, my husband and I were like, okay, he's, like, way too calm. He kind of is just, like, looking out at this happening. He's like, huh. Yeah. Like, what? None like, this of, is unbelievable. Of these, none of these students seem <laughs> concerned at any of yeah. this. They're just like, oh, okay. So this this is one of the scenes I was, like, laughing and, like, audibly irritated. Because, so he's <laughs> locked in this closet. And, like, everyone else, there's, you know, the, the, um, the guy who cut his neck, like he rises mm -hmm. and then the bigger guy who got his neck broken, like they're all in the hallway. Mm -hmm. So like everyone kind of runs into different rooms. The priest runs across the hall while the rest of the college. Maybe students, that's, maybe that's what happens. They're, they're just, that's right. Because yeah, right. They just kind of, yeah, like they're just like, Oh shit, something's not right. And so, yeah, they just kind right. of all run. So the rest of the college students are in one room and they're sharing a wall with this closet that Walter's in. So right. Walter's seeing all this stuff happen with the blonde and the lesions. And the other students are in the other room. So then they find out he's in the, the, the closet, right? Mm -hmm. And they're, like, talking to each other through this wall. Mm -hmm. And they ask Walter, like, where are you? And he says something like, I can't even begin to explain. It's no, like, he says, you'll never believe me. You'll never believe me. Do, do you get it, though? Do you get why he said no. that? No. Okay. It's, I was like, it's a gay joke because because earlier oh. <laughs> earlier in the movie he said something. Somebody said he was like homophobic or something. Oh. I don't know. But then so that part they're like, "Where are you? You'll never believe me." In the closet. I'm in the closet. Oh my god! <laughs> when he said, I told him that went right over my head because I'm like, "Why doesn't he just tell us?" I laughed okay. so hard. That's a lot funnier. <laughs> yeah. I just was I'm like, I just thought he was being obnoxious. I'm like, why don't you just fucking no. tell him you're in the... Okay. <laughs> it was a gay joke. That's a lot more funny now. <laughs> yeah, you got to rewatch that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then he realizes that, is that when, oh, her belly goes down. Yes. And I think she wakes up at that point, doesn't she? She wakes up, but it's like a... <laughs> like, she's like a... <laughs> yeah zombie demon whatever yeah she definitely like like exorcist style she's she is like reagan like she yeah. looks like she's got cuts all over her face yeah her eyes yeah she looks creepy this was the part of the movie where i'm just like okay shit's finally happening like oh. i started to like it a little bit more at okay. this point okay so before all this happens um uh so when the students are in the one room sharing a wall uh -huh. with Walter in the closet. They hear this voice saying, what was he saying? Like, come here, help me. Or like, I need to talk to you, whatever. So um, Frank, the blonde mullet guy who uh, Susan unleashed the bugs on, he's standing outside and the way he's talking, this was another oh, creepy yeah, part. I forgot about that part. His voice was distorted. It almost sounded like he was in a radio or something. And so they look outside and it zooms up on his face and it, it is creepy this part. Like his face is all cut up mm -hmm. and like he's got bugs all over him and then like his body parts start falling off. That's what it was. That's yeah, when the I, bugs, I you that. see the bugs have like eaten him. Yeah. And so like he just collapses. So that part was actually pretty creepy. Oh yeah, that's, I meant uh -huh. to make a note of that. It reminded me of like, uh... The Oogie Boogie from mm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. I was just made out of bugs. Yeah. Because then when he collapses, yeah. it's just like his clothes yeah. are wrapped. Yeah. yeah, I thought that part was pretty cool. Totally forgot about that. Yeah, so then going back, um, what you just said. Okay, so the, the girl stands up and she looks like Reagan, yeah, with the scratches over her face. So then Walter in the closet starts kind of panicking. So then the redhead on the other side is like, I think we might be able to get through this wall. She makes like one small tap and I mean like a, a basketball size hole forms. 
And she goes, we could probably get through this wall, but it's going to take a while. I laughed out loud. I was like, it literally took you a half of a swing to get a massive hole in the wall. <laughs> well, and then so so they're they're working on digging a tunnel out for Walter. But like, wasn't there brick? Like there they get through bricks, the drywall, there's there, bricks. Yeah. So I'm like, how do they hear each other? I mean, is brick? Can you hear each other through brick? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Again, the the physics of this movie it don't made no make sense. sense. <laughs> but so um, the blonde hair, she um, she was. I don't know if this was at the same time or not. While they're trying to get Walter through the wall, yeah, she finds that mirror that like makeup compact yes, yeah, mirror yeah, yeah. on the ground mm -hmm. and it shows her like looking into it and she's like father, father. <laughs> so it's like at this point we know she's been like turned into the son of satan right so father equals satan at this point yeah um and she's like sticking her fingers through the mirror yes trying to get through the mirror yeah at this point you i was not sure what was happening yeah but it makes it clear later yeah. on but she can't, so she can't get through. She's frustrated, so she throws it down. And then I think that's when she realizes that Walter was in the closet. And then so her, Susan, and the translator. The translator. I think her name. I think the translator's name was Linda. Maybe sure, Lisa or Linda. <laughs> I don't know. We'll call her Linda. <laughs> um, so then they're trying to get Walter. So Walter's freaking out. And he manages to just break through that wall like it was nothing to okay. And I'm like, Thank you. why haven't you been doing that this okay, entire time? Okay, first of all, so rewind. When all this is happening and Walter's watching it, he's like telling them jokes. I'm like, is this like a coping mechanism? Like, is he so stressed yeah. out? He's just trying to lighten the mood. Because I would be so scared. I'd be shitting my pants in there. Well, and he's and like then, trying to tell them jokes. Right. Well, then when these people are trying to break through the closet door, he's like, help me, help me. Like, flinging yeah. his arms up so, in the yeah. air. So, so at that point, yeah. Then I also, uh, we were laughing at that too. Because it's like he's standing there the whole time telling them jokes. Then they're trying to get into the closet. Then he starts busting yeah, through the like wall. It's like, buddy, doing that the entire this could have been a ten, like 10 minutes of you breaking through the wall. You could have gotten through way earlier earlier than this yeah that part that's why i literally in my notes walter is annoying <laughs> <laughs> and dumb and just yeah oh my god so that part was so funny yeah help me help me so then yeah he gets to the wall as the other two chicks break down the door they break down the door they're grabbing his legs uh they end up going through the hole too yeah and then they just start beating the translator bricks. linda with bricks it's not doing anything no. <laughs> That's like the whole like, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> like the cheesy like beating up yeah. sound effects. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what happened after that. Okay, so then uh, they they defeat her, whatever, and then the mustache guy, um, he is getting brave and he wants to try to get out of the room to like before Walter actually gets to the wall. It seems like he wants to just like take one for the team and go out in the hallway mm -hmm. and see what's mm -hmm. happening. Um, and so then I think that's when the big guy who got his neck snapped is like trying to get in the room and somehow he like defeats him and then it pans over and then the room across the way has a big mirror in the corner. Right. And the guy who slit his throat is just like staring in this mirror giggling Right. And then so that's when the blonde lady with the sores all over her face like notices him like looking in the mirror and she's like drawn to this mirror. So this goes back to like the makeup mirror part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something so now something yeah. about mirrors. It's like a portal and also or the priest is in that same room yes. kind of just hiding from Yeah, he's everybody. just hiding behind a random wall. wall. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's now they're both looking in this mirror and again she's like father well, then she starts reaching into the mirror yes. and the priest suddenly Which, somehow understands what he has yeah, to do yes. to save the day. Well, first of all, amazing special effects because it looks over on the other side of the mirror and it's just like clearly a puddle of water. Yeah. Which honestly, <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool how they did that. I thought it was cool until like the air bubble started like coming around because, uh, because at first I'm like, okay, like it looks cool like the hand coming through, but then it's just like... I don't know. To me, it started I, to look a little cheesy. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was cool. I liked it. Um, so, yeah, she's reaching her hand through, and then you see this, like, demon hand. Yes, and that was Satan. kind of scary. Yeah. Because, and, yeah, when you think of Satan, you think of, like, this massive, like, uh, muscular, 
like red skin, oh, black monster. males. Yeah. yeah, this was like, I think the stereotypical vision of like what most of us think of when we think of like Satan mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, his hand starts coming out and it looks like this huge muscular hand with these long black yeah. nails. That part was a little creepy. Yeah, yeah. And so they they grab hands and then she starts pulling him out. Um, well, then the redhead mm-hmm. realizes what's happening. Yep. So she runs. She decides to be a hero. She decides to be the hero. She pushes that lady in the mirror, which she also follows. Yes. She falls into the mirror, too. Yes. The priest is like, now's my time, and throws the axe and shatters the mirror. Yeah. Leaving the redhead and everybody else trapped. Yes. So Satan, like, the blonde, and then the redhead are trapped in this mirror. Yes. And I <laughs> thought that was so cool and creepy how once you look it shows you a a glimpse of the other side of this portal now and she's just like floating in this black abyss horrible that that was the coolest part of the movie i think because okay so i know oh we have there's a lot that i have to still yeah yeah yeah. but yeah but that part was cool but it was like this is where i was like this is the bleak ending like this redhead is just trapped in here it reminded me of get out you know, when they're like in the, mm-hmm. the sunken place and they're kind of floating there. Yep. And it's just like, that just sucks, man. <laughs> She's or just almost, stuck. I, it's kind of like um, in Stranger Things uh-huh. when Eleven goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's like walking on like the black. Yeah, it's like upside purgatory. Down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, like the water. Yeah, uh-huh. it's kind of like that. But yeah. They were like swimming in it. That part was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we forgot to talk about like when everyone was sleeping and they I kept was gonna get back to the dream message. Yeah. yeah, it was a dream, quote unquote, but it was like a message transmitted from the past. From the future. From the future. But it was something with like the speed of light or the speed of sound, and it was able to like transmit in their dreams. Did you notice the year they said? 1999. <laughs> I was thinking it'd be like year three thousand. It was like one nine nine nine. So I, I think I have something about this. Oh, I have what the dream actually said. Okay, it said we are unable to transmit through conscious neural interference. You are receiving this broadcast as a dream. We are transmitting from the year one nine nine nine. You are receiving this broadcast in order to alter the events you are seeing. And the only events that they are seeing is this black figure walking out of the church. Yeah. And so everyone that, like you were saying, they, they kind of just took a nap and they were all dreaming the same yeah. dream. So they all kind of put it two and two together that this black figure that they were seeing coming out of the church was Satan. And then yeah. that they somehow were able to transmit this dream <laughs> from the, of the future. Because of the speed of light, the speed, the speed of sound. They tried to explain physics. it. And, uh, <laughs> and so they're like, okay, well, this is our sign that we need to stop this. Some, some One of us made this broadcast thing from the future. So we live, but yeah. we just have to figure out how so are we are, are they trying to say like in year 1999 that's when satan is gonna like show himself I to the world <laughs> because i don't understand if we didn't say it. that this movie takes place in 1987 so we're saying 12 years from now there's gonna be well okay so <laughs> so the only thing that made sense to me was at, okay so at the very end mustache guy he, he was dreaming and all of a sudden the black figure was no longer Satan. It yes. was the redheaded. Yeah. So this girlfriend. is after the, the, the uh, mirror was shattered and she was stuck in this portal, whatever. So yeah. Then the dream turns into her. Yeah. Susan. Yeah. And then he, or not Susan. No, not Susan. The redhead. I, sorry. Whatever the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Um, and then he wakes up and then he sees the, the, blonde exorcist looking lady and he's like oh then he wakes up again and then he just randomly just walks up to the mirror like he and he was like looked like he was like trying to get yeah so i was kind of confused on that like obviously he is trying to get his girlfriend back yeah so i don't know if 
I, I read some another person's theory on this too. So he's a scientist, right? Right. He's smart. Sure. He's <laughs> trying to figure out a way of how to get her back. Mm-hmm. So maybe in the year 1999, he can finally get her back back and together they are able to come up with a way to transmit that message to the past that's the only thing that i can think of that makes sense to me okay so the next movie into the mouth of madness that is a true sequel right i don't know because i thought i thought all of these movies were standalone movies right so that's what i thought too like the thing the prince of darkness and then the mouth into the mouth of madness like, yeah, they're just, like, all have, like, bleak endings or whatever. But, yeah. But then I thought I saw something that said Into the Mouth of Madness was actually a sequel. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't so know. So now I'm interested to see if that will have any uh, Yeah, um, I don't know. I think the only reason why they're called the Apocalypse Trilogy is yeah. because it's, they're all different things that, yeah. apocalypse things that okay. can happen. Yeah. Um. So anything to end mankind, basically. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, overall, this wasn't my favorite movie. (laughs) No. It was very silly, very goofy, and I kept saying throughout the movie, I wonder how good this would be if they remade it now. You know what I mean? Because they've done, like, remakes of, like, Halloween, like, other John Carpenter films, obviously, The Thing. Um, I don't... I don't think it would be <laughs> if they were to remake this movie today, I honestly still think the original would be better. Really? Yes. Because I was just thinking like all the advances of like special effects, like could they make it more? And creepy? that's why and I think it, it would be terrible. Sense? I think it would be uh, terrible okay. because they would put too much CGI. You know how I feel about CGI. Right, right, right. I feel like the makeup and the effects of this movie still surpass anything that they could do today. Okay. The storyline could probably be right. a little better. Yeah, like maybe they could make it just make a little more sense with how yeah. mathematic equations and right. the science the backs acting, up this tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The acting could probably be okay. a little bit better, but it's overall, I don't think... <laughs> Remake couldn't help it. No. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read somewhere um, someone said it was more of like a campy horror movie. Which I don't know if I totally agree with because it didn't go totally camp. Like, no. um, because um, Campy doesn't even really use any special effects either. It's no, more Campy like, is just like really goofy. Yeah, like, yeah. It, I didn't get that feeling. No, like it, this was goofy, but I think it was like it wasn't unintentionally. Going for goofy. Yeah, I think yeah. it was unintentionally goofy, where it was just like, just not great. The story was strange, and I think they could have. Uh, the it was just one of those movies you just have to watch it and go okay and not look for any deeper explanation <laughs> right you just gotta go with it yeah I mean the message was cool I mean I I see where they were going with it yeah it just could have been a little bit better yeah and this movie was also made during the whole satanic panic thing uh-huh. which I you know at that time yeah sure this movie was probably creepy yeah but they had really, to me, just a lot lower standards back in the day for like something to be scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, they had this labeled as horror fantasy, which I agree because it was yeah. pretty fantastical. Like <laughs> the whole, you know, devil aspect. Um, so I'd probably I, agree with that horror fantasy. Yeah. Maybe I, sci-fi. I don't know. Sci-fi, sci-fi more like ish. alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was definitely like supernatural. Like they had like the, the portal, yeah. which I I still think is the coolest part of the whole movie. <laughs> was the whole mirror portal. Yeah, thing. that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the the idea of it was like cool, and then yeah, the ending wasn't satisfying. You know, because everyone got out of the church because once the mirror was broken, all the homeless people like kind of got out of it yeah, so everyone could yeah. leave safely but the redhead was stuck in there so that was really yeah that was that part i was like ending. oh shit that <laughs> sucks like um i read uh okay so rotten tomatoes gave this a 61 percent audience score okay so would you what would you rate it out of 10 out of my rating i gave it a four uh, yeah <laughs> i think about a four it wasn't terrible but it wasn't 
great. It either. wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but almost as soon as it started, I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing compared to the thing, the thing oh, ended the, up actually being yes. like, okay, that's pretty cool. Whereas this, it had like some cool or creepy parts, but overall it was just like, that was not something mm-hmm. I'd like to watch again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think I laughed mostly. Yeah. And movies that movie. like aren't labeled comedies where you laugh a lot, you're like, oh no. And don't get me wrong, like, I like the movies that make you laugh. Like, Evil Dead, that movie's hilarious. And wouldn't you consider that camp, though? That's the one I was trying That's, to think of earlier. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, that would be It's almost be because it was campy. trying to be Yeah, they're funny. trying to be yeah. silly and over the top. Or, like, um, Thanksgiving. Have you ever seen no. that? Oh, God. <laughs> movies like that, like, they're supposed to be funny. Yeah. More than scary. And this yeah. one, it was, like... It was trying. Well, I think John Carpenter even said it in during the thing. There are some parts in there where he's like, "I don't want people to make to think, fun of yeah this. to think this is too silly." Yeah. Like the spider head, but the spider head was awesome. I still think the thing was a great <laughs> movie. I kind of kicking myself like, why haven't I seen? This I before? know. Agreed. So I was looking up um, the budget of this film back in 1987 was three million. So. I guess I don't know. Does that seem right? Was it like, because the special effects to me, like the liquid dripping up into the ceiling. I mean, they just like recorded something dripping into the pool and turned it around. And then the mirror scene, they just, um, you know, recorded underwater and flipped that sideways. So it's like, I'm not sure exactly what special effects, like, was it just like the, like what would have cost $3 million? Yeah, I don't know, because, I mean, it was basically all, like, one set, too. Yeah, one like, set it, in a church. Hmm. I don't know. But, anyway, so then, uh, according to Google, it made a gross of $14,182,492 worldwide. Dang. So, it seemed to make money, but, I don't know. That's surprising, because <laughs> I've, I've never heard of this movie. No, Never. I have never heard of this movie, and, and not even until, like, we watched The Thing and Michelle told me that, okay, it's part of this uh, apocalypse yeah. trilogy. And honestly, I haven't even really seen a lot of John Carpenter's movies. I mean, Halloween, obviously, and They Live. Oh, yeah. But other than that, I haven't seen any of his movies. Yeah. I like them. I like... I I never realized, like, how gory mm-hmm. not even really gory just like i don't know just like the special effects and stuff mm-hmm. like i that's the kind of stuff that i do like uh-huh um but yeah i just i was kind of disappointed in this movie yep <laughs> I, I see where he was going with it but so what's the next one we're watching into the mouth of madness i believe is what it's called and that will wrap up our uh, apocalypse trilogy and then hopefully this one is better than i've heard <laughs> hopefully into the mouth of madness it. is better than the it Prince has of sam neil in it so <laughs> it might be good um okay it's it took yeah it was filmed in the early 90s so yes yeah the 90s were like his year yeah. <laughs> with jurassic park and everything yeah so and typically 90s movies just in general like i just I don't know if I mentioned this on the last pod. Like I don't typically like eighties movies because of the cheesy acting and the cheesy special Mm -hmm. effects. And I feel like the nineties produced a lot better horror movies, but we're also just biased because we grew up in the nineties. Yes, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Um, Yeah. And so I was going to do a special episode last week for Thanksgiving. I was going to try and compile some more stories I have a few from two people. And so I wasn't just going to put together an episode of two people's stories. Uh-huh. I want to kind of spread those out. So again, still, if you have any stories that you would like to share, you don't even have to record yourself. If you just want to type it up and send it in, we'll read it. If you don't like to hear your own voice, <laughs> you know, cause I hate it. I hate listening to these podcasts after we're done recording. Cause I hate listening to my voice. I've it's gotten awful. better. I don't yeah. like listening to my voice either, but uh, listening to them back, I, I've i gotten more comfortable. Okay. <laughs> well, either way, you can send them in, recorded, pre-recorded, or we can read them. 
So we need more stories if you want more episodes like that. And I mean, even if you feel like it's not something that you think would be considered a paranormal experience or whatever, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Just send them in. share it. Yeah. We don't care. We like to hear all things weird, creepy. It could even be like a true crime thing. Yeah. I'd like to share some of those. You know, if you ever had a run in with, I don't know, some creepy person. There you go. That's good enough for me. (laughs) Anything creepy. Uh, I think that's it. So we will see you guys next week. I'll probably put out another episode next Sunday. Mm -hmm. All right. End of the mouth of madness, guys. Watch Watch it. it. (laughs) So you can join in the conversation with us. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rise From Your Grave podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. And remember, if you have any movie suggestions you'd like us to check out, please send them to our email at zombieshell89 at gmail.com. See you next time here in the graveyard.